Good morning. This is David Bennett, and this is Bitcoin And, a podcast where I try to find the edge effect between the worlds of Bitcoin, gaming, permaculture, podcasting, and education to gain a better understanding of all. Edge effect is a concept from ecology describing a greater diversity of life where the edges of two systems overlap. While species from either system can be found at the edge, it is important to note there are species in the overlap that exist in neither system, and that is what I seek to uncover. So join me in discovering the variety of things being created as Bitcoin rubs up against other systems. Good morning and welcome to Bitcoin and episode 12. So today we're going to run through Bitcoin vitals and I'm going to add uh, talking about a couple of other um, a couple of other coins. Uh, we'll do a morning roundup and uh, look at what's going on on crypto Twitter, which is like it's been doused with gasoline, set on fire, and then people throwing sticks of dynamite into that thing. Uh, it's it's a real, it's kind of a, I, it, it is, it is not just because the you know the price fell, um, um, you know a few hundred bucks. Uh, there's a couple of other fights going on that we'll talk about. Uh, I'll read you Marty's bent, and then we will do a bad joke, and then we are out of here. Okay, um, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm I'm playing around with the uh, podcast format. Um, I want to be able to have something that I can do every single day, and then add either you know something like from permaculture, like I was doing at very at the very first, but it's it's hard to do. I have to admit, it's it it's very difficult to do the original idea that I have, but I'm I I, I subscribe to the the thing that there's this there's this saying that says, "Do not let perfect be the enemy of the good, or the good enough." Um, and if it, it's a situation where, um, if you keep trying to you, adhere to the exact idea that you had in your head. Well, all you end up really ever doing is not doing that thing if you can't make reality match what you see in your head. Ask my six-year-old, right? What he sees in his head, how reality should be, and what to him and what reality actually is generally results in him in a temper tantrum, okay? So I don't want to, I, I, I'm just not going to let, let things stall just because I can't come up with you know, a good way to talk about Bitcoin and education or Bitcoin and gaming. Um, and, I, you know, you need practice when you do this. So this is this is practice for me. So we'll go right over to bitinfocharts.com and we're going to look at uh, we're going to look at a couple of different coins. I'm only going to do the, the real vital statistics on on Bitcoin, but I want to mention some other like the prices of, of some other other coins. So um, as you know, price dropped um, right now. It's looking uh, bitinfocharts.com has the, the average price something around six thousand two hundred seventy four. Bitfinex is listing it at uh, six thousand three hundred ten and GDAX has it at uh, six thousand two hundred eight. Hit BTC has it at 6,306. Bitstamp has it at 6,200. Kraken's listing it at 6,200. So there's a fair bit of there's a fair bit of spread there, just right around 100 bucks. Uh, for the other coins, 
I'll just give the average price of Ethereum right now is $296. This is US dollars for you guys that are not in the United States. Uh, Bcash is $448. Litecoin is $52. And my, I'm doing this, and I know people are just probably going to tear their hair out because yes, I'm a bit of a Bitcoin maximalist, but I have a giant bag or not a giant bag. Um, I have Dogecoin. I bought those is one of the, was the very first coin that I bought after I bought Bitcoin. And for some reason or another, it's, it's sentimental. It, it, it's sentimental to me because I mean, dude, meme coin, (laughs) how can you not love this thing? Right? So it's the only reason that I'm not a, I can't say that I'm a Bitcoin maximalist simply because I own Dogecoin and I'm probably never going to sell Dogecoin unless Dogecoin hits like a buck a coin and it ain't, um, I might consider selling it. But for right now, Dogecoin is nowhere close to hitting a buck a coin because it's at 0.005 cents. (laughs) Gotta love that thing. All right. So, um, the tra- for Bitcoin transactions over the last 24 hours, there was 261,742, giving a average per hour transaction throughput of 10,906 transactions. Uh, the amount of USD sent over the last 24 hours is 1.1 billion. Or I'm so, I'm so sorry. I screwed that up really, really bad. Um, 7 billion yeah, seven billion and change in USD, um, and the uh, total sent bitcoins is one thousand one hundred and twenty or one million one hundred and twenty-four thousand. Um, block time is a little lower today; it's nine minutes and twenty-five seconds. Um, the average transaction value is twenty-six thousand nine hundred. That's down. Um, Median transaction value is 281 bucks. Uh, cent average per, or the the cent average per hour is um, pretty, you know, still down, but it's still pretty hefty. I mean, 293, you know, 293 million dollars for the, you know, for an hour. <laughs> that's that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of cash cruising through. Do do do. Let's see. Um, the hash rate over the last uh, 24 hours has increased 3.13% to 53.6 exahashes. Now, that does not mean this isn't like new mining equipment coming online. Is you know that the um, that doesn't really kind of that's I don't think that that's what this particular thing is saying. I think what this is is this just showing um if somebody's like you know had done maintenance on their nodes or 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 their mining rigs or or had taken them offline for whatever reason this has been kind of showing when when these kind of units come back come back to life online so um for comparison uh transactions over the last 24 hours for ethereum 535,000 for big for bcash is 15,000. No god, nobody's using this thing. Litecoin is at 27,000, which was odd because the other day I saw that and that thing actually was for whatever reason was smoking 
right past Bitcoin itself with the amount of transactions. Now, that may have been a mistake somehow or another in the aggre uh, aggregating the data from this website, but um, right now it's sitting at 27,000. And Dogecoin is chilling out at, I mean, God, more people are using more Dogecoin than Bcash. Uh, Dogecoin transactions in the last 24 hours is 20,277. So, all, for all you Doge, Dogecoin haters, uh, you know, try to have some fun today. So let's let's get into the into the morning roundup. Okay, so taking a look at my uh, tweet deck here. Um, again, if you guys are not using tweet deck, you should give it a shot. I mean, at least at at least play around with it. Um, it's done. It it it's turned Twitter into a, a pretty serious uh, aggregation tool for me, and I'm I'm really impressed. And I keep playing around with it, and I just find more and more features in it that's really really cool. So give it you know give it a shot. It's um, it, you know it's, if you're like trying to figure out you know or look at more than two or three you know. Uh, people at a time um, this is this is actually a really good tool so oh this er, early this morning um, at lawmaster uh, tweeted breaking bitfinex suspends all fiat deposits usd deposits are no longer possible through hsbc their uh, their parent bank uh, bitfinex quote expects the situation to normalize within a week and uh, end quote and as you can imagine uh shit's on fire because of it um you know allegations like uh and then we well then we also come to find out that uh in uh looking at this that a whole bunch of tether was uh, uh exported out of the uh their wallets and into unknown into unknown addresses and it's something like if I remember right, it's like was half of the tether that was was over at Bitfinex is now was just it's, well, clearly it didn't vaporize, but it, it went away from Bitfinex and it's chilling out in in other addresses. But those addresses aren't known, so the conspiracy guys are freaking out. Um, shit's on fire. Um, you know, I I don't care about tether. I I really don't. Um, I don't know if they're bad or good, and I don't, frankly, I don't care. Um, it doesn't change the temperature of the water in my pool, and if something doesn't change the temperature of the water in my pool, I don't care about it until it does. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, empty Beer Bottle, uh, which is at Full Beer Bottle, says, Breaking Coinbase Not Listing Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from a full beer bottle in a while, man. I kind of wonder where he went to because I used to hear from him all the time and he's always cracking me up. Um, <clears throat> we've got at Mansa underscore Godson. Uh, the day was March 9th, 2014. The price was $610 per Bitcoin. And then he's got a Godson as a picture of a quote or um, a, an old tweet from that day, 9th of March, 2014, at 11:16 a.m. Noriel Rubini, 
who for whatever reason is got his panties on fire right now about Bitcoin yet one more time said so Bitcoin isn't a currency it is by the way a Ponzi game and a conduit for criminal illegal activities and it isn't safe giving given hacking of it God Noriel just learn freaking grammar God anyway so yeah Noriel, Noriel Rubini's been on been on a rant last couple of days about Bitcoin and I, he always is but he just it's like it just he just pops up and starts spewing crap and people get their fill and, and finally turn him off but over the last you know few days he's been at it again so people are reminding him how wrong he was on e-commerce how wrong he was about Bitcoin how wrong he is now about almost everything he says I I don't know why anybody has him on I really don't. I guess back in the day, Noriel was was a solid dude, but, you know, I mean, when he was saying that e-commerce was just a a pile of of BS, uh, yeah, Noriel, I'm I'm glad that I did not listen to you. That's all I can say about that. So, yeah, be aware, Noriel's out there doing doing his stuff. Um, Coinbase Pro, good friends over at Coinbase. Um, ZRX is launching on Coinbase Pro. The ZRX US, uh, USD, ZRX BTC, and ZRX EUR order books have entered transfer only mode. Traders can deposit ZRX but cannot yet place or fill orders. Order books will remain in transfer only mode for at least 12 hours. So looks like yeah it looks like they they're adding zrx um and doing it in their in their really weird bizarre bizarro way i i don't know i mean i guess it i guess it i guess it depends it could, could be handy doing it that way but i don't know man just being able to throw you can deposit but you can't place i, I don't i don't know it just it's, Seems weird. Okay, uh, and the last one for the roundup is uh, from Crypto Katia, and you can uh, find that at Crypto Katia on Twitter. The new trend in crypto community after carnivores movement should be eating humans. Eat the opponent. Opponent. Imagine that conference panel. <laughs> And I think, you know, I don't know if this is exactly what she or he is saying or, or reacting to, but it's, I get the feeling that this is a reaction to the last few days on Twitter, um, on crypto Twitter, has been a rather, rather bloody sight. People that have been old friends are starting to go after each other. Um, you know, you've got, you've got BCH and ABC, uh, Bitcoin ABC just, melting faces off of their own community which split out like last year but now you've got people in in actual you know in the community of actual bitcoin that are starting to got to go after each other and i don't know if it's if it's the sell pressure and this just happens this this will be my i mean when i got into bitcoin it was at the very bottom of the very last bear market so we're talking like 250 275 somewhere around there was the price um and so all i ever saw was was upswing all the way up until the the twenty thousand dollar a coin blow off top which 
I knew it was coming and I, I mean, I guess I should have sold, but I was in the middle of Colorado with no internet connection and just my phone. And I'm, I'm just not really interested in doing, doing anything right now, but hodling that stuff. But I, I, you know, this particular tweet seems to kind of, you know, Oh, speak of the, uh, is a reaction to how things are going in the community right now, which is, in my opinion, is not good, man. I mean, you got, you got people that are like, I don't know, old, I'm not going to name any, any names, but some of my, you know, very favorite people are some of the oldest people in this space. Guys, that, people that I really respect are kind of starting to get a little savage with, with each other. So, I, you know, I, I can, you know, it's almost as if Katoshi's going, yeah, man, why don't you just go ahead and eat each other? Let's just get this shit done. And really, community, let's just go ahead and get this shit done. Just just go ahead and, and, and like, lose all your friends and say horrible things to each other all the time. I mean, come on, guys, you, you don't, you know, try not to try not to get into the infighting and um there is a particular guy out there right now um i can't remember can't really remember the name right now but um i and i should he's been for the last 3 days has been on a on a bent about um bitcoin maximalists and i'm seeing this all over the place where somehow or another bitcoin maximalists are being scapegoated into everything that's wrong with bitcoin I'm sorry, but if you're going to, if you have an opinion and you voice your opinion and nothing happens, why, why do you care about Bitcoin maximalists and what they think? This dude's actually going around saying that Bitcoin maximalism is going to hurt people. I asked him directly on that, on that tweet right back to him said in, in in what way is bitcoin maximalism going to hurt people and of course he never you know he never answers back um and I, i'm interested how in the hell can somebody who says look if if it's not bitcoin it's shit coin because that's the truth even my beloved bag of doge is a shit coin my, my litecoin bag is a shit coin i'm i'm holding a couple of bags of shit coins I didn't know any better when I bought them because I bought them so damn long ago. But I'm just, I just don't see the value of screaming about how yet, so like, that there's got to be all these other, all these other coins when we all know that 99.9% of all this stuff out there is garbage and, or worse. And by worse, I mean out and out fraud. And there are so many out and out frauds out there that why on earth would I let myself speak of any of these projects in anything other than a contemptuous voice? I'm sorry. That's like saying, that's like saying, okay, this bank is notorious for stealing your money, locking you out of your account, uh, doing other really bad things that you don't want to ever have happen to you or anybody that you even like, and me telling you to go do business with that bank. That's 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 what this is like. So for for all the guys that are screaming that it's all Bitcoin maximalist fault, stop. And it would probably be a good idea for Bitcoin maximalists to just state their case and not take a giant dump on somebody who's 
arguing against Bitcoin maximalism because it's not really doing us any good, guys. So with uh, with that rant over, we're going to get into uh, uh, Marty's Benz. So let's do that right now. Okay, it's time for Marty's Bent for Thursday, October the 11th, 2018. This is issue number 337. And I want to thank you, Marty, for letting me read your newsletter um, for the for my podcast. Um, it's a, that's solid gesture, dude, and I really do appreciate it. And guys, if you are not subscribed to Marty Bent's newsletter, you need to go over to Twitter. Find him at Marty Bent. And you'll be able to figure out your way to get to his newsletter. And you'll also be able to get um, uh, your way over to his uh, Tales from the Crypt podcast, which is one of the very best podcasts out there in the space right now. Um, If you're not listening to it, you really need to do yourself a favor and go over and listen to Tales from the Crypt. And the Rabbit Hole Roundup is also on there with uh, uh, where he pairs off with Matt Odell and they talk about the shit show that is Bitcoin in the crypto Twitter space. Anyway, so um, Marty's bent today is have alt, have altcoins lost their value prop? Maybe. And he's got a uh, series of tweets here from Lucas Nuzzi at Lucas Nuzzi, N-U-Z-Z-I. Don't underestimate, now there's, there's five, so this is the first one. Don't underestimate Blockstream's Liquid Network sidechain launch. It's kind of a big deal. I get it. Federated round robin consensus doesn't sound appealing, but it's a start. The implications of usable sidechains are huge, and the positives certainly outweigh the negatives. Two, first of all, exchanges, custodians, and Bitcoin businesses have a lot to gain from a private sidechain just for the sake of how much downward price manipulation comes from front-running unprocessed transactions in the mempool, but to me, this is the boring side of Liquid. 3. Liquid is great because it will enable developers to test a lot of cutting-edge Bitcoin tech, especially for privacy, in a financially incentivized network. We need more devs playing around with CT schemes and improving Borromean, SIGs, and Bulletproofs, not just MRL and XMR core. 4. It may also enable instant access to Lightning channels at some point, so that users don't have to wait for the next block to confirm in order to get in. This makes much more sense than cross-chain atomic swaps, and the folks at Litecoin will have to change their narrative. 5. And the final... Following a federated consensus approach was the easiest way to deploy Liquid, but its consensus could change in the future. It's early, but one could envision sidechains being mined through non-interactive proofs of proof of work. Wow. Non-interactive proofs of proof of work. N-I-P-O-P-O-W. Wishful thinking, but this is a start. Okay, so Marty's bent on this is... Yesterday, Blockstream announced the official launch of their long-awaited Liquid Network, a federated peg that leverages Bitcoin security to give a consortium of motivated users the ability to do many dynamic things without putting the main chain at risk. As our boy Lucas points out, 
the launch of Liquid and RSK, which Lucas doesn't mention, but was launched earlier this year and unfortunately was not covered in this rag, opens the floodgates of potential innovation that altcoins have attempted to lay claim to and use as their only leverage against Bitcoin for the last five years. Liquid is launching with a group of 23 member exchanges and companies, most of which I have never heard of, admittedly, who will maintain the federated peg and now have the ability to do cool things like send and fully settle Bitcoin transactions between members within two minutes. This is huge for exchanges as they are constantly working with each other to help alleviate liquidity problems and often have to deal with the very inconvenient truth of 10-minute block times and network fees. On top of this, members will be able to credit, <coughs> sorry, create and issue assets using LBTC, liquid Bitcoin, and utilize confidential transactions. These features will allow members to issue tokens, create reward rewards programs and other things as well as make transactions in complete privacy. Huge come up for Bitcoin's overall utility as Blockstream has proven that Bitcoin can be leveraged to do almost everything any major altcoin project has proclaimed it can do. Even if you believe Blockstream is a Bilderberg-backed evil corporation that is dead set on controlling Bitcoin's development and eventually enslaving the human race <laughs> via the corn. <laughs> There is no denying that they have made Bitcoin stronger with this launch, if only for the fact that they have proved that an important use case that has been talked about for a while actually works. Blockstream, Blockstream, RSK, and Lightning have forged the path forward for building more intricate applications on top of Bitcoin, leveraging its security while being flexible enough to allow developers to build more comp build more complex apps. I doubt this will be the end of altcoins, but I'm not going to lie, freaks. This feels good. After years of preaching the idea of keeping Bitcoin slow, stupid, and simple and secure at the protocol level while pushing all the complexity to second layers and sidechains, the vision finally seems to be coming together. Hopefully, the examples of the companies listed above inspire hordes of new developers to realize that building on Bitcoin is possible and most likely more secure. Final thought, how the hell do giraffes exist? I don't know, Marty. At, at, I, I, because they can eat the leaves off the trees that nobody else can get is my only answer. How they don't choke to death all the time? I don't know, man. Apparently, God has a sense of humor. I don't know. But um, as a little aside, I'm talking about what uh, this particular Marty's bent. Um you know, even I'm I even I'm not old enough to remember when the internet consisted of three computers, like one at MIT and a, like a, and two other one, like one at I, NSA. I don't, I don't know where they were. One was I think one was at Caltech, one was at MIT, and one was somewhere else. And there was like three computers, and it was like there, you know, the very first thing. And then more, you know, you can look at them as nodes. As more and more nodes came online. What became really evident was the fact that every time a, a, any message was sent, like if it's a file being sent or a request for a file being sent or to, to request a file to get received, because this is basically all it really was, was a way to transfer files. <clears throat> and then even um, like even just being able to text message, you know, each other through the, the computer network. The, the interesting thing about that network, the way it worked was that... Um, 
if I broadcast a message that said I want a file, I wasn't broadcasting that message to where I thought that file was. I was broadcasting the message to every single node on the network, which when you start, which in and of itself wasn't bad back then, but could you imagine now if every time I typed out an email that it sent it to every single machine on the face of the planet and every single machine had to listen for every single message from every other machine on the face of the planet, okay? What's going to happen is you're going to have nothing but traffic jam. The, the entire internet would be dead if we were doing it that way. And it took building on top of the broadcast to all infrastructure that was the early network, the early internet, it took us building on top of that to be able to selectively traffic where we needed to go. Okay. Bitcoin's going to be like that. It's, it's just like that. This is a broadcast to everything situation. And anybody who, who suggests that we'll be able to just have bigger and bigger blocks and not have to worry about anything because hard drives are cheap, storage is cheap, you know, internet connections are going to get better. It's not going to matter. I, I have been in, in 3D animation and ga- uh, uh, game building stuff for a long time. And I would get a new computer and I would figure out a way within 10 seconds to max the shit out of my computer on rendering by just cranking, it, cranking up all the dials. And if you think that that won't happen here with Bitcoin, you're, you're fooling yourself. Slow stupid, simple, and secure. I'm with Marty on this one. I've been this way for a long time. This is one of the reasons why I was UASF. Um, Dude, you've got to do this at the base layer here. It's bad joke corner time. Or am I calling a bad joke now? Oh, it was terrible joke. Hold on. Can I get this? Yeah, this is terrible joke corner. What did Batman say to Robin before they got in the car? Robin, get in the car. That's just, that's not good. That's not even a good bad joke. The only reason I do want to do these is because I want you guys to start sending me your bad jokes. I mean, the the more terrible, the better. I don't know why I like bad jokes. I just do. So send me your bad jokes, and uh, that's it for Bad Joke Corner. guys that's gonna do it um that's yeah that's it for me today um hope you enjoyed it hope you get something out of it um don't be afraid to send me feedback don't be afraid to tell me how much this sucks if i mean i i know it sucks it's okay if it if if it was perfect to begin with then there's probably something wrong with it on a deeper deeper level so um I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Be nice to each other on crypto Twitter today. Okay, guys, please. Thank you. This has been Bitcoin and, and I'm your host, David Bennett. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope to see you again real soon. Have a great day.